Hey, everybody. Welcome back to It's Just Bodybuilding, episode 67. On today's show, Dusty Hanshaw, myself, Ron Parlow. Of course, all the regular Instagram stuff. But we have a guest, the giant Jamie Christian Johal on It's Just Bodybuilding. Dusty, it's a good word. You're fully bearded. Yeah, I got I got fucking ditched for a week, and I there was there was some instant karma though. She forgot to book my regular slotted time. She's like, "Is there any way I can get you in later?" I'm like, "No, no, I can't. That's my time. (laughs) I guess I'll see you in a week." Then I get a text the next day. The guy that was supposed to come in, he didn't show up. Ah. that's right i was like that's right the fucking universe watches my back always how close were you were you right there like five minutes away i wouldn't go anywhere this is now it's this is a personal attack she ditched me for another man i mean mm. and i tip 100 percent. so let's think about that for a minute she's yeah, not a good move no 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 you know? see i'm just i'm just impressed because last week wasn't it last week you were down to just like almost fresh shaved stubble yeah this is this is a week's work i mean things are getting i'm probably just gonna let it roll now because now my next appointment. This is a week's work too. <laughs> you got to remember that I told you what happened is it stopped growing up and gravity just took place. Right. So, so this, this is also this is also a week's work. See, mine wouldn't be like that. It would be way right. different. Right. My okay. facial hair is like the same as women's boobs my head when hair. they get older. It they just everything just falls down. You know. <laughs> it's, Not it's in my a, case, it, so I buy them new boobs. But whatever. it is a funny. It is a funny thing, though, how guys that go bald seem to grow heavy beards faster. The universe is making up for it. They're like, listen, we fucked you on the head thing. Right. But thank God what year it is. Beards are cool. So we're going to try to cover you. There you go. Plus, a guy like me, the more my face is covered, the better looking I am. Like if I wear a mask and glasses and a hat, I'm a good looking dude. Right. Then it's down to like everything's gone. I've got a nice watch like, on. I have nice like, eyebrows. We're good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I fucking yeah. scope those things out. We're good to go. Yeah. It's genius. Man, oh, man. I got so much to say about the masks. Okay. I bet you fucking do. You look yeah. like you were going to rob your own fucking gym the other day. I was like, what's I going might, on I here? might rob my own gym. We're, we're dealing with government tyranny up here and mask mandates and a lot of confusion and a lack of clarity. And we're doing our best at the gym. And. You know, we really need everyone to mask up, but we fucking hate it. And we know that there's people that can't wear masks and yet the government doesn't seem to understand how to handle any of that. And it's just a bunch of fucking nonsense. And so anyone from West Coast Iron who watches the podcast, we heavily appreciate you just masking up for our sake for now. And we're doing our best. So we'll figure this shit out. So we are minimal maskers if possible. So we're going to try to find as many gray areas and loopholes as we, our lawyer can possibly find or create. Yes. And, uh, you know, we don't give a shit. We'll fucking we'll become a charity auction. Yes. Building if we have to. <laughs> what, what, what do you have to put us under so that my people don't have to be waterboarded while doing their hack squats? That's yeah. What yeah. Doing. What do we, if we have to call the gym a, a fucking let's get it licensed as a school? <laughs> well, you can't do that because all the schools are closed. Right. Remember, well, no, not they here. closed the schools because the kids are invincible to COVID. Yeah, I know. That's funny Wait, thing what? is they're open here. They're open oh, here without masks. So, yeah. yeah. That makes sense, actually, because they're invincible. So we'll see. So, we'll see what happens. 
but everyone's just doing their best right now. And I, I got to lead by example, right? So I'm pulling it up and keeping it on and yada, yada and fucking hate it. I got it, one of those, I got one of those, uh, you know, my new advisors for hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah I got yeah. the one that comes off the chin yeah. because, uh, they're being, they're being a pain in the ass at my gym as well. So starting today, we're supposed to wear masks, but I'm going to wear one of those stupid shields. Um, same thing, just supporting the gym. The owner thinks it's ridiculous. Everyone yeah. thinks it's ridiculous. Everyone but no choice. Yeah. And until uh, in the United States, until people are willing to understand that the best way to end all of this is just stop doing it. Yeah. That, that'll be yeah. the end. If everyone hey. would just stop and if all the businesses would stay open and if people would just leave their fucking masks at home, they'd be like, oh, shit, mutiny. Yeah. Okay, I we guess know, this I, is over I, now. You know, it's 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 uh, you know, the troops are assembling. I think they are okay. actually. That's what's scary. Anyways, Let, let's bring the giant on. We got uh, J- Jamie waiting in the wings. Let's bring on the big man, giant, overly muscular, tattooed model <laughs> with a nice vase of flowers. That's what you are. <laughs> that is actually what you are, Jamie uh, Christian Joe Hall. Welcome to the show, man. IFBB Pro. Uh, Instagram sensation, everybody's favorite six foot six monster. What's going on over there in the UK? I'm all good, thank you. I just uh, finished a great session with our very good friend, the Viking six foot six man himself, Josh Maley. So all good. There you go. I was gonna say it's it's funny that you're six six and you're not the tallest guy on this show. It's terrible, man. I have to look <laughs> up to Josh. Not very many people I have to look up to, but it'd be damn time I train with him. It's a reminder. <laughs> <laughs> you two must be the biggest pair of bodybuilders in the world anywhere that train together. For sure. For sure. Yeah, uh, I've never really I thought about it. It's Siberia to find a couple of fucking Russian guys that aren't on Instagram. Maybe. They were that big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking we are between us at the minute um, the best part of, well, we're over 650 pounds, so... That's not too bad. It's funny when two people, two people, three, three, two, one, two bodybuilders. (laughs) (laughs) I think we got to get a video of like two of you guys getting into like a smart car. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, you guys should do. That's actually dusty. Let's roll with that. You guys should do a video series about being together. Yes. Like, you know, it's funny when you see the big guy on the plane or the big guy in the small car. You know, if it's a funny little Instagram clip or a quick little TikTok reel. But you guys could do a series like, you know, <laughs> Jamie and Josh get in an elevator. And it's just like a one minute video in like a tiny UK elevator or something. You know, because I know, I know in London there's some pretty tight elevators. You could find a small one somewhere. Yeah, man. I think this is, um, is going to have to happen for you two. We're going to have to go on a traveling trip one day. Remember, I'm fantastic. Give us, give us a week. <laughs> you know, we had that happen, Ron, when we were in, uh, we were at the LA Fit Expo and we, we got, got a taxi out in front, you know, when you're leaving. Yep. And it was me, Matt, and, oh, fuck, what's that, what's that giant dude's name that used to be the mutant? The, the fighter. Does uh, the jujitsu and shit. He's like 350 pounds. Oh, oh, yeah, Don Capo. Yeah, so we. We open the door, we get in the car, and then we don't realize it, but because the door was open, it is now locked on top of the curb, the door. (laughs) So we have to get out of the car, close the door, have him pull up, 
then open the doors and get back in the car as we were docked. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. You almost bent the door hinges on the sidewalk. And we, we sit down, we're like, oh, shit. I guess yeah. we'll all get back out again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man. So, so how – I got to ask you – this will be my first question for you. How fucking sick do you get of hearing the line, man, you're, you look good for a tall guy? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's pretty – it's insane. You know, I, I think before this year as well, at least now, people are saying you look like you've got a decent amount of muscle for a tall guy. Like just imagine the previous 10, 15 years, it's always been you need more muscle. You need more muscle. Oh, God. And it's still the case, but at least now the level of muscle that I've got is appreciated to a degree. Right. I, I must say that the fact that I'm done, you know, that phase, the, the try to be huge phase, you know, yeah. and I'm looking, I'm looking at it like kind of through a different lens. I think, holy fuck, people need to appreciate this. Like, yeah. Like when you're in it and you're a huge fan of bodybuilding and you're rooting for your favorite guys, it's so easy to criticize yeah. dudes for shit. And then when you're done and you look back on how fucking hard all that shit is and you, and you realize like all the different types of people that have to go through all the crazy shit to, to add muscle to their body. And I see a picture of you and I see the size of your quads compared to your waist. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. People like you don't realize like <laughs> and then. It. They don't get it. And then that shot of you on stage next to the boys at the British show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Your legs are the same size as like their torsos. Yeah. And then the, the, the feedback was, uh, you need more out of sweep. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter what you do. It's not That's enough. That's it. That's it. Well, to, to, uh, I'll tell you my favorite judging feedback story ever, ever was at the Vancouver Pro, and it was the only pro show I did. And I was standing with John Meadows after because we were all going for pancakes, and he had done the 212, yep. right? And he had done the bikini diet to get down to 212. Like he was just – he was on like a 1,000 calories a day, he was telling me, and he sat in the sauna for three days and all that bullshit. And he was like John Meadows cement hard. Like he's walking around backstage. There's just nothing left but muscle tissue, right? And he's not the prettiest physique, but John knows that. He's just fucking granite. Yeah. And we walk up to the judges, and John's like, because uh, John got last in the 212. Like, they put him last. And he went up to the judges, and he's like, hey, man, like, you know, I'm just wondering, like, I thought I brought enough to at least get looked at. And the judge is like, well, you know, your condition can always be better. And <laughs> and John's, John's wife, John's wife was right beside him holding his arm, and she literally bit her lip like oh. and she turned and looked right at me and i was like yeah let's just go eat <laughs> that's when you know it's so, just your generic answer you didn't even think yeah we didn't really didn't really take time to look at you to be honest like that you might as well just said that to him it's just crazy but you you really impress people there was a lot of buzz do, do you feel like you know appearing on stage this year how you did um, do you feel vindicated and kind of leveled up in, in, in the scene? Yeah, I, I definitely feel as though I've kind of achieved what I set out to do, which was just um, make myself known, really, to the wider audience. Um, you know, in the UK, I've been known for a number of years. Um, got my pro card in 2018, and I have been the sleeping giant since. <laughs> so, you know, I've been growing in the backgrounds, waiting for this moment, and 
Uh, obviously, this year's been pretty crazy. It's, um, I, I feel thankful that I've had a chance to compete and do the job that I sat to do, which was just get my name out there a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, I feel a little bit vindicated. Um, I feel as though the shows went um, well enough to do my personal stocks and favours. Mm. And now, obviously, I feel as though people are probably doubting that this guy can grow anymore. Um, where now I need to and I'm just excited to know that this is only really the start like I haven't pushed things yet right. um, I've pushed certain things like food you know I've had to eat a lot of food like you know to get to the size I am but I just feel like it I'm 35 so I'm not the youngest bodybuilder but I'm not the oldest either I feel as though things are just clicking at the right time oh you're in your prime yeah no give me a couple of years and the story is going to be very different so I think too though when you when you look at someone like you, it's not just age. Like if if your body starts firing, I mean I'm yeah. 39 and had mentally checked out from competing and just doing my career differently now until literally glance. I don't even look in the mirror like I used to when I competed, and I was standing by my cupboard the other day and had shorts on. I just looked in a mirror that happened to be there and I was like, what the hell happened to my legs? Yeah. I hit a couple shots. I'm like, shit, I'm better than I've ever been. <laughs> yeah. Right. Maybe I'll do this again. I mean, <laughs> like, you know, so, I mean, I don't know. I just find it odd because although age is, it plays a role. I, I think, like you said, you're, you're firing on all cylinders now. I mean, how, I didn't yeah. know of you two years ago. And in fact, when I did find out about you, um, JP had posted a picture. Yeah. Um, and I was yeah. like, man, he looks nuts. But here's the best part. I had no idea you were tall. Yeah. He goes, yeah, he's a giant. I said, no, a complete freak. He goes, no, a giant. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> and he tells he me. He was like, like six foot 250 and just looked nuts. Yeah, no, I yeah. literally thought you were like me, but with great lines. Like, so a good bodybuilder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him like, he, read, he said six, six. And I like, I went back and I read it again. I was like, look at the picture again. I was like, what does yeah. he weigh? Like 350? <laughs> Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Run away, run away. Yeah. So I, I, it's funny. I always actually hate this question. Um, but for you, it is going to probably be in, pretty interesting. But, you know, just to cover, I mean, half the half the uh, questions that, that I would have about you are, are how much do you actually have to eat to push your body weight up? Well, we started the off-season diet um, literally two weeks ago. The starting calories were 6,400. And that's a start. I've had maintenance calories at 8,000 before just to maintain body weight. And and how, how do you get that much food in? Um, like, it's a typical bodybuilding diet. They're, they're mostly made up of clean foods, um, six meals a day. And it's just, it's basically what I can digest. So I'm, at the minute, I'm eating a lot of cream of rice, um, protein sources, typical beef, chicken. There's not really any what we would say bad foods in there. Mm -hmm. I'm not eating pot tarts. I'm not eating cereals. Um, I'm eating bagels and jam post-workout. But to be honest with you, it's turkey, pasta. It's, it's normal bodybuilding, clean foods. It's just a lot of it. <laughs> Is there any liquid calories in there or oils added for calories or fats or anything? Yeah, we've got some oils. So um, I have hemp seed oil, which apparently is high in polyunsaturated fat, so less visceral fat storage with that. Um, we just added that in, but I, I love nut butter, dark chocolate. Um, my macros actually at the minute are 
Um, on a normal training day, 800 carbs, 150 fat, and 450 protein. Oh, okay. So we're running fats a little bit high this off-season, but that's because I kept them in through prep and loaded with them through prep. So that felt good, and we obviously transitioned that through to the off-season as well. Nice. Okay. Oh, yeah, I, I like how you said um, I'm eating bagels and jam post-workout. And I'm wondering how many. (laughs) At the minute, minute, I think Jordan's being quite harsh with the post-workout because the post-workout meal in the past has been up to 300 grams of carbs. Yeah. At the minute, I think he's just starting like tickling me a little bit. It's at 150. So it's literally two bagels and 100 grams of jam, which is like nothing. Not too bad. Yeah, yeah. A quick (laughs) snack. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now – now, what about uh, Dusty and I? What we do love talking about is is the hardcore training. Mm-hmm. And um, so, how many years have you actually been weightlifting versus bodybuilding? Like, what would the breakdown there be? Yeah, so I started training uh, when I was sixteen years old. So, you know, um, a good like twenty years ago. Um, I would say for the past five or six years, I've been proper lifting. Right. And how much did you put on in those five or six years? Um, in 2000, the, the way I kind of um, remember this is that in 2015, I won the Super Heavyweights British Championship um, mm-hmm. in the UK. That's when I kind of really knew that, you know, I've got a bit of a future here. There's something that I could probably go, go with this. So I'm going to run with it and I'm going to start investing more time and money into it. Um, at that stage, I was 260. Um on so, stage on stage yeah yeah this year i was 295 so from 2015 i've gained that much 40 uh, 35 pounds but the first time i ever competed i was 190 and that was in 2010 so i've gained <laughs> 105 pounds in the pot, best part of 10 years plus plus conditioning so probably more like 115 yeah. pounds yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hot Don't, no one show 10 years ago was as hard as it is now that's for sure conditioning yeah. wise <laughs> so so uh so uh i'm probably not gonna be too surprised with your answer but what type of training do you feel has been the most successful for you to add muscle to your frame just sheer muscle tissue um i don't know if you guys i think you guys have used a logbook over the period of time that you've been training but obviously <laughs> i joined jordan um a year and a half ago and that's when i got introduced to the logbook so right progressive overload style training uh work set back off which is uh which has been great it's, it's definitely allowed me to improve the density and thickness of my physique which is what i needed um mm. but the training jordan's got me doing now in this rebound phase is it's a bit of everything it's fucking ridiculous it's <laughs> <laughs> talking progressive overload with rest, pause, drop sets, cluster sets, the whole fucking shebang. So um, it's really enjoyable, but it's it's nuts. What's what's your split? Uh, so at the minute, I'm on like a weekly split. As over time, I've kind of evolved the split from doing different days each week, so you never kind of know where you are. Um, mm. But there's a few reasons why I've gone to a weekly split. I train Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, have a Wednesday, and the weekend's off. Uh, a few reasons. One, Josh does the same split. Um, yep. He's in a different kind of state at phase at the minute. He's at the kind of peak off season, so he requires a little bit more rest. 
Mm-hmm. But with me coming out of the comp phase into this obviously very hard training, um, that's another reason for me to kind of like ease my way back in. But at the same time, I've been uh, dieting since January, so the family have felt a little bit left out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I feel as though having that set pattern with the free rest days, not only at the end of the day, you speak to a big guy, they normally always train four times a week. Right. That seems to be the gold number. Yeah, so I, I trained four days a week for like 15 years, and then I trained five days a week for 15 years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but I, I, I find uh, I run into so many people now that train seven days a week. Yeah. Like they're everywhere. Like I'd say half the people that come to me as clients that want help, they're like, yeah, I just take a rest day every once in a while if I like if I'm busy or I really need it or I'm super tired. And I'm like, like they might go 13 days in a row training. And I'm trying to inter- inter- introduce the concept of training so hard you need rest days. Like yeah, just that's say, if you can train 13 element. days in a row, you're not training, you're working out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, how how do you kind of how do you kind of communicate that to people that, that, you know, when you have to break it down for why get it, get it through their thick skull. I I always relate it back to frequency because frequency seems to be the word at the minute where you train more frequent, you grow more muscle, damage more muscle fibers, repair it, blah, blah. What I say to people is frequency only really matters when there's application. So if you can't apply yourself to that frequency, uh, you can't train hard enough, then the frequency means jack shit. So taking more rest and being able to apply ourselves to that frequency is that's that's like the goal. That's gold standard. So we need to find a number of days we can train a week with max intensity that we can recover from to then obviously get the most out of our training. And I believe that that's around four days Um, and the, the set days and having my week almost planned out each week that I can say right on Sunday I'm off and we can do that three weeks in, a, in advance yeah, just think that that's a good thing, and mentally, it's it's not good for me. It's for the family as well. Yeah, yeah. I I I always tell people, you know, everyone's looking for the perfect split. I mean, every single show, Dusty and I get questions about people thinking like, you know, if they switch from delts and tries to chest and tries, it's going to help transform their body. And like, you know, what split is better? And should I move hamstrings to Wednesday because I really need? It's like, oh man, I I'm like. First of all, you don't need a different program because you have a training partner. You guys are doing great. Like people don't understand the training partner that trumps a lot of fiddling around with all the other bullshit. Like you and Josh together, the, the, the sum of your parts is more than if you were separated training separately. Yeah. You missed me at the back end of prep. I think I nearly made the big man cry. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. But no, you, you're dead right. Um, a, a good training partner is probably the most beneficial thing in this whole thing you can have. Unfortunately, they're hard to find. So when you find them, you just got to grab onto them like a, a good woman. <laughs> How did you find Josh? Did you place an ad uh, looking for a training partner, six foot six? Uh, I don't adjust squat rack bars. Um, when, <laughs> you know what I mean? What did you, what did you put in the ad? Man <laughs> in need of man of same stature. Yeah. Must have uh, long flowing hair. Wait a minute, what? <laughs> can't, can't back squat. Must use hat squat or leg press. Oh mm. my god. Yeah. I can't uh, even imagine with you with you two. I mean, you guys have got to get into the YouTube money. I'm dead serious. 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, I watch um, the podcast on YouTube. I watch your YouTube, Dusty. Um, I've got my own YouTube that's got quite a lot of content on there, but I'm going to go to town on it. So, you know what? I'm not going to even say that I've claimed this idea because I haven't even thought of it, but I'm, I'm going to take this idea. I'm going to run with it. You're going to see some Josh and the Giant um, tours. Oh, I, lo- I love it. Even you guys just, have to. Yeah, be you cool. guys just being around normal-sized people in video is just fucking hilarious to me. So, you know, <laughs> we've been on an aeroplane together once when we used to be both sponsored by BSN back in 2015. And the whole plane, we was both at the front, the whole plane was looking. And you can imagine a few, I would say six or seven people said, please, can you both sit on opposite sides of the plane so it balances out? So it doesn't flip over. <laughs> yeah. so that's just a little um, insight, isn't it, to what could happen? Yeah. I think between that, though, truly, and then the training, because I... I you can't push it enough. I mean, I, I got to start getting uh, now. I want to kind of watch more of your your stuff as well because people don't get it. I, I've had many, many guys, you know, that, that have my programs. They're like, I just don't think it's enough volume. I'm like, send me a video. Yeah. And they'll send a video. And I'm like, no, I need to see a working set. And they're like, that was a working set. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. I, I didn't mean to insult you, but that's not a working set. <laughs> You know, I mean, I want I want to see near death every time. Yeah. What 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 are some of the weights you would work with? You know, like people have all these kind of weights in their head for what's impressive, but with with the levers, your length, and I and I know you guys are are mechanically very sound with how you move weights. So, what are some of the poundages that that you use in the gym? Um, I mean, all all hack squats are different, but we would work up to um, six twenties a side and a ten. Um, and, and that's on a hack squat that's not a lying down one. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. For it's Dusty, uh, I got to convert 20 kilos to 45 pounds for Dusty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Every, everyone watching, wait, what's that? You put <laughs> five 20s aside? <laughs> Where do you even get 20s? Where are the 25s? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, uh, two 25s. <laughs> there you go. There, there you, you go. go. <laughs> Leg press. Um, what's our working weight at the minute? We're, we're on a... Oh, Jordan's programming. The leg press is at about 500 kilos. So, yeah. Uh, that's what Jordan is saying about the depth of a leg press. Yeah. He, he doesn't wants want you like coming to your chest. He wants your the back of your knees to be behind your head. Yeah. <laughs> if you can't feel you can't feel your bollocks popping through your shorts, then you're not deep enough. Literally. Because I, I had Jordan write me a program one time, and he literally wrote, he's like, the the deepest you've ever done a leg press is shallow from what I'm looking for. Yeah. Really? You know, which sucks because the gym I'm at is the leg press isn't set up properly. And I actually pointed out when I post leg press videos, I'm like, this would be shallow to me on any leg press in the world except for yeah. this one. Right, right, and, right. And it's not even because it's deep enough. It's because if I go any deeper, all I feel is I'm about to tear a hip flexor. That's all I can yeah. feel. Yeah. <laughs> well, what, with, with you two guys both being the same height, you know, you, your arms are probably both approximately the same length. Your levers are probably both very similar. Um, do you still find that there is a discrepancy, like you're a better presser, he's a better puller? Or is there anything like that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm definitely stronger on pressing. Um, Josh would admit to that. And he's definitely better on pull. I think we're um, quite even on legs. So it's a, it's a good battle. Every session's a battle. Um, this t- today we've just done incline barbell press. Um, 
and we've both had on there again i can't cover this of pounds but no no i'll do it <laughs> three three 20s aside and a five but that i think that will quickly progress to like four plates aside yeah that's 365 so i mean yeah yeah, yeah. That's a ton. Leapers, i don't think it takes that much away from a, a good lift i'm not the strongest guy but i'd say i could keep up with most people what what do you get with three so what, what's a rep range on that for you so that that's a 10 you got 365 for 10 that's yeah. a shit ton Especially yeah. the arm yeah. Another you're thing a fucking too, beast presser. You would kill yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Another thing, too, that people never do is uh, I talked to I, – I had a friend who was a, a sports and conditioning guy, and he loved his math formulas. Yeah. And uh, he would always say um, – he said to me once, he goes, do you know the formula for power? And it's like weight times distance over time. Yep. And he goes, you do that math, and you get the power, units of power that you're generating. And he said, so a guy with longer arms, he gets a higher number moving the same amount of weight. So he right. actually is generating more power than a shorter guy. Even if the shorter guy lifts more weight, his math formula might work out to fewer units of power required. Yeah. So the distance that you're moving, like you're doing those deep leg presses and the sled's moving what? Four feet? Yes. <laughs> the length of my entire body. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you got the Cybex uh, squat press at my gym as well, which is no oh, one. that's a great one. Yeah, uh, and and your you, you, that must hit your calves at the top, hey? Does the yeah, frame hit? Yeah, yeah, the frame at the back. Yeah, he's yeah. like, yes, <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, because those plates come right up like that yeah. on for a tall guy. So that's a brutal piece. Evil. Um, what what about what about your mindset? Like, are you two guys? Are you two guys sort of? big smiles hassling each other yelling and or are you silent and deadly like what's your what's what are your workouts like there's a little bit of yelling yeah there's a there's a good amount of like camaraderie and getting behind one another um i would say training is relatively serious because at the end of the day we're there to do a job um and just touching on another subject i own my own gym just like you do yourself it's been very nice I'm going to say it's now. My members are going to watch and probably think, what a dick. <laughs> but for <laughs> me, especially competing in prep, it was amazing to have my own space with nobody around me. Um, hey, Dorian, Dorian used to train before he opened the gym. Yeah. It kind of opened up my eyes, you know, to, okay, there's levels to this bodybuilding. And as we progress as an athlete, as a professional, the levels go up, the stakes go up. So I think the next thing on the agenda is – trying to find or create a private facility. Yep. Right. Well, uh, it's funny because we, we've, all of us have had uh, a taste of what it's like to have a commercial grade private facility this year with COVID. Dusty yeah. had a key. Dusty has his key to that gym and I happen to fucking own a gym. It's just been yeah. ridiculous. But I know exactly what you mean. There's just, there was something really, you know, obviously I looked around the gym and I was sad that it wasn't cranking. But there was like a weird, like, wow, this is an interesting experience to have this all to myself. How many people ask you guys, um, how has it affected you? Sorry, um, what was the question? Um, how many guys asked you, um, how has COVID affected you? And you mean the- you're probably there scratching your head thinking, do you know what? Have <sighs> I changed anything that I do? No, very little. Um, yeah, I changed literally nothing. I mean, the only, the only difference for me was the gym. The fact that I was the only one there, um, but the day to day, 
Like I, I realized that I've been I've been practicing social distancing my entire life. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I, I, I didn't don't really talk to a lot of people to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was that phase there where restaurants were closed. And I realized that the only hobby I had was going out to eat. Uh, I'm, with I'm you like, enough. fuck, that was weird. Like, you know what I mean? Just missing the social ass. That's it. My, that was my only social time with anyone was I grab a meal with a buddy or something. Right. Yep. So, yeah. But otherwise, you're right. I mean, bodybuilders worldwide, if they had a gym, yeah. oh, you know, nothing it changed. Really. It was a different planet, though, because, you know, what's funny is. The gym I started going to, um, my buddy bought it, and then like two months later, COVID hit. Yeah. So I start training there, and I was already telling him, I'm gonna, I'm gonna build my own place, but not to make money. Literally, I'm gonna have enough friends and stuff to pay to cover the nut of this place, and that's it. And then as I started training there, I started, hey, we should get one of these. So he'd buy it, and then get one of these. And now, now people are like, when you open your gym, I'm like, I already got one. Someone else paid for it all. Everything I want is in this fucking gym. <laughs> so, so now I have no reason to, but it's been crazy though, because you really do see when you spend that much time in a gym, like when you create exactly what you want, I've got 15 pieces on the way right now that we're still waiting for. But people are coming into the gym. He said now, and literally they walk in the front door and they're like, Hey, I need to sign up. And he's like, you want a tour? They're like, no, yeah. we're good. I yeah. already know what's coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, um, what do you have to say to people um, about the mental aspect of, you know, what you've been through this year? Like, what were some of the things that you had to do to stay focused and and not stress about show cancellations and what might happen and just fucking grind? I think the biggest thing everybody needs um, is a goal. They need a goal. They need a focus. If you've not got a focus or a goal, obviously they're both the same thing, really. But if you've not got one of those, then you do probably wake up thinking, mm, what am I going to do today? My daily routine is mapped around the goal. That might be 12 months or it might be three months or it might be the end of the week. But I've always got something I'm working towards. Um, and I had this conversation with a lot of people. I had this conversation with my wife. It's just, I think for us, it's easy because the goal is to improve. Mm-hmm. And there's so many ways that we can delve into to do that. Is it food? Is it training? Is it mindset? Is it improving our business acumen and listening to podcasts? And I don't know. It's, they just seem like an endless amount of ways for us to um, be inspired and go different directions. But I think bluntly, people just having goals is like the most essential thing that they mm-hmm. need. And that can be small or large, but um, a man or a woman without a goal is, I don't know, going around in circles. Now, I like that too, because I think with us, you're right, we have the advantage of, you've got a long-term goal of whatever, winning your first pro show, but now today you can go into the gym with the short-term goal of getting 365 for 11. Yeah, yeah. When you got yeah. it for 10 last week, and it's like, yeah. so you have those immediate gratification goals mm-hmm. that all head you towards that long-term goal. Because I had a client reach out recently, or a would-be client reach out, and I said, you know, what are your goals? And he was like, I'd like to get top five at the Olympia. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, <laughs> William, can we back it quite yeah. a bit back down? And yeah. how are we going to get there? Because right now I'm hoping you can win a local show. 
Uh, and I, to be honest, I actually love the idea of, of shooting for top five at the Olympia as long as you've got those one-year goal, six-month goal, one-month goal in between now and then as well, you know, because a goal that big is the same. It's like, well, that's like a dream now more than – you're not really even working towards it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like these guys in um, lockdown as well that obviously are all around the world that have been left without gym equipment. I know I've got my own gym and probably people might think that, oh, it's all right for you to say that because you, you've been sorted. But I would like to think that I'm 100% sure that if I was in other people's situation with that equipment, I'd make damn sure that I got myself in a situation with equipment. However that would be, you know, beg, borrow or steal. I want this enough to just make certain shit happen. Right. And I think people's mindsets are very defeative and negative and just generally people give up far too easy i agree you, there's always a way to i have a client you'll love this he's in the uk as well uh you guys couldn't even get weights like plates were not available everything was sold out was uh, so and he kept telling me he's like well i gotta figure it out and one day i get a i get a call or a a, a whatsapp video and he's showing me an umbrella base yeah. And he goes, these weigh 33 or, or 33.8 pounds a piece. Yeah, I was yeah. like, okay. He goes, when I drill them out, I have seven more on the way. He <laughs> drilled them out so they would fit a bar. Yeah. Now I have weight. I was like, okay, there's a guy who fucking wants it. Yes. Found I am, a way to create weight. <laughs> I went and bought 100 quid's worth of wood or timber, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I built myself a weight bench with a squat rack. Right. I didn't need it because I got my own gym, but I just thought, you know what? I'm going to show people what you can do if you if you want to. Right. Um, and it's still in the shed. It's never been used. But <laughs> <laughs> so we get TikTok video episode to get one. <laughs> yeah, it's on the YouTube. <laughs> Ron, I'm That's stepping funny. away. I got to heat up my food. Uh, did you? Did you? Did you should sell it? You built it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm waiting until my um, stock increases a bit more, and uh, then I'll sign sell it <laughs> hey what's going on guys thanks for watching another podcast here at think big bodybuilding media and thank you to our great sponsor truenutrition.com for making this all possible truenutrition.com is owned by dante trudel the creator of dc training he wanted to create a supplement company that offered high quality third-party tested supplements at a fair price high quality protein powders just about every type you could think of huge variety of flavors plus health and performance supplements check them out truenutrition.com and hey, if you use our code ADVICES, you directly support our podcasting. Thanks, guys. Let's get back to the program. So uh, I, I, I was told, ask him about being a model. Oh, gosh. Um, do you know what? On YouTube, there's some really embarrassing things from about 2011, 12. They're good in the sense that I look tiny. So it shows you how much I've grown. But me and the wife was actually watching them the other night and just cringing. Oh wait, wait, we just, just your because you did, you did some modeling, right? Yeah, a little bit. Um, like I said, 2012. So we're looking at eight, ten years ago. Uh, so not- hey, so so let's let's just say, let's just say you know you're you're looking at the pro lineup and you're you're thinking what's possible for everyone up here, and when I look at you, I think well you got something that transcends the bodybuilding stage um you know like what about the whole movie route and the whole you know that whole scene i mean it's got to have crossed your mind have you done any of that stuff yeah yeah. 
I think, you know, it has crossed my mind and I always plan forward and think where things possibly fit. So this year's obviously been a bit of a shit show. Uh, things have just happened however, which way they have. But the plan was always to compete in America. Um, and one of the shows I would like to do is California. So I think next time in California, in shape, I'm sure I can meet the, the right people. And I think life's all about coming across the right people. No pun intended. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, Especially in LA. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, you, you, I mean, you go train at Gold's Venice for a bit and like, that's where everyone goes to get seen. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's funny how the biggest freak show in the world, you know, the Venice boardwalk area, you yeah. still stand out like fucking crazy. <laughs> I've been to LA a few times in the past, but obviously I'm a lot bigger now. So I know next time I go in shape, it is going to be one of those situations where I'll get noticed. <laughs> oh, for sure. So what were you doing? You know, what, what, what's, what was your athletic background before all this? I mean, there had to be something. So do you call it soccer or football? Well, yeah. if I'm talking to a European, I call it football. Yeah, yeah, cool. So uh, I, I used to play a lot of football. Um, played it from the age of like seven until early 20s. And that's when I started getting into the bodybuilding and training. And I quickly realized that running around a football pitch for 90 minutes wasn't doing me any favors in trying to grow this muscle. <laughs> so that's when the pass uh, just went separate ways, stopped the football, started competing. Um, and then at 23, 24, I'd been training since I was 16. So it wasn't like an immediate thing like it is nowadays with the youngsters. But 23, 24, I started actually taking performance enhancements. And that's when it just went from here to here to here. Each, each year would you say you had you your body reacted really well to peds you know so you hear different stories when guys first start first start using stuff <laughs> the first time i took anything injected my shoulders they fucking swelled up like two balloons like the stuff i took i don't know if it was an infection but i don't know if it was a reaction from the first jab but i walked into my gym and the gym owner just went like what are those <laughs> just because your shoulders were so swollen in your shirt yeah. it's like i had two footballs on my shoulders and um, not i thought it looked great but i couldn't move my arms <laughs> i remember being stood in the shower for about an hour just like oh please go go <laughs> so your first your first experience was bad shots oh terrible terrible yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so so you get the gear situation sorted out, and you're not having bad shots anymore. Yeah. Is your body growing like crazy off like tiny doses? Like are you just yeah, fucking so exploding? My um, first two years competing, I was doing one mil of lean gain rip blend, uh, which is the test trend and mass blend that I would never advise anybody to take first time or wise. But I did, but you know, you're talking if in a mil there's 0.3 of test and 0.3 of the others. Then I'm taking a mil of those a week, um, like 100 milligrams of test, trend, and master week. Yeah. It's obviously nothing. Um, and I, I showed one of the judges of the federation I used to compete in my cycle. I, I've been, already been competing two years, 
I showed him the cycle. He was going to help me prep for the next show. And he was like, is this all you've been taking? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he says, I got juniors on like 10 times this. Oh, well, <laughs> at least I've, you know, in a roundabout sort of way, done the right thing and, and gained off a little bit. Oh, yeah, definitely. Start low. That that would have given you a lot of room. Do you find that uh, most of the people who come to you for advice are taking way too much stuff? Yeah, I think that's a general consensus these days. I don't know whether it's because there's that many labs, the quality's a bit up dodgy. and down. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's a British dodgy. word. Dodgy. It just threw me off. It threw me off. That's how you said it. <laughs> He's like, dodgy. <laughs> You wanted you wanted to put it in there, like you forced it in, yeah. like yeah. this is me, I'm one of you. I see what you did there. He's gonna call you mate in a minute. Get ready. <laughs> yeah, the doshas are high, and I found this as well in the past with a number of clients that you probably have the same issue with sometimes. Jamie, you've gave me this cycle, but it doesn't look like enough. Like, what are you on? I want to be on your cycle. Like, that's a big cycle. Shut the fuck up. Get on with it. And they don't realize that. I always say the cycle is the icing on the cake. Yeah. If you don't have a cake. It's the cherry on top. There you go. Yeah. And they just want, I don't know. They want everything, don't they? <laughs> for nothing. <laughs> they want everything for nothing. They want the cherry. We're in the soul. immediate gratification world. I mean, that's, that's a thing. And I don't fault anyone for that. But it's just understanding if it were that simple, then that's what I would tell you to do. Yeah. Like if all you had to do was up the dose, I'm not going to lie. If that was the secret, I would just up the dose myself. Yeah, I, I would have no figured that out. It, it wouldn't have taken me it. 20 years. Yeah, I mean, it's not. I think that that's the problem is the the assumption is that you're holding something back or yeah. that you don't want to tell them or there's a secret. And it's like, no, really, if all I had to do was tell you to take two grams of test, I would tell you, take two grams of test. Yeah. There you go. It's just, <clears throat> sadly for all of us, it's not that simple. <clears throat> it's really... <laughs> It's just consistency over time. I mean, like you said, even at this top of this conversation, you've been training for 20 years. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's the thing that's that's so interesting about this sport to me is people will come up to a guy like you and say, how do I get like you? But what they mean is I've got six weeks yeah. before my wedding and I want to look like you. I'm also 5'9". I don't know how we're going to get me taller. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's fucking get this done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what, uh, let, I, I want to hear what you have to say about, about this stuff. If, if you could improve one aspect of your physique, just, yeah. just like that, you get one wish, what would it be? My back. What do you need? What do you need? Yeah. You get, you gotta, you gotta state, you gotta, you gotta give the, the genius statement. I would want a back. Like uh, George the Bull. <laughs> More fitness. How funny that I sent you that picture yesterday, Ron. Yeah, yesterday he sent me a video of George doing uh, machine oh, rows with no shirt on, like a video of his back. Disgusting. And, uh, do, you, do you know why I caught my went, eye? Because yeah. I thought it was Kai. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was Kai because it looked like his back. And, I mean, you know, we've been by them so long. You can send me a picture of a calf, a back, a bicep. I can tell you who it is for sure. And I, I thought did it a was quick... Joel Stubbs. No, I was like, oh, that. Like, I thought it was an old video of Stubbs, like his huge crazy back. Yeah, I put, uh, I, I put, I threw the gauntlet down yesterday. I told Ron, I said, uh, meet your two twelve, Mister Olympia. 
<laughs> Maybe. Because, because yeah. that's that's my money right now. I just yeah. as as much as everyone else is awesome, yeah. he has catapulted in a way that I'm like, how could he not be? Yeah, well, I don't understand the the weight number even doesn't even make sense. What 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 about uh, your favorite physique of all time? Oh. Okay, I'm gonna put this out there because I had this conversation the other day with another friend. Favorite physique of all time. Let's go deep. Personal favorite, Dennis Wolf. Just because. Give us a year. He wants a breakdown. Oh yeah, letting him off the hook. I want to know the album. I want to know the producer. I want to know the studio (laughs) that was recorded at. (laughs) Which year did he win win the Arnold um, for the first time? Was it Dean? I think. Yeah, Um, he looked phenomenal there. Um, I actually seen him at the Olympia in 2015. Mm-hmm. And when he came out, the the hamstring drop on Wolf, fucking up, crazy. Um, something to be admired and very jealous of. But I just liked him because he was a bigger, bigger guy. And they yeah. always said he had high lats, but for me, his shape was. See, but a- I like high lats sometimes because when you've got a small waist like his, yeah. it like highlights the fact that you have such a small waist. Yeah. Definitely. I like how you didn't mention his quad sweep because you already have that, so it's impressive to you. <laughs> Yeah, As someone like me thinks quad sweep immediately, but he's yeah. like, I already have that quad sweep, so I don't need to bring legs, it up. Your legs are big enough that Dennis Wolf's quad sweep doesn't get mentioned. He had shit cough just like me, but it gives me hope because he plays so well in shows. <laughs> hey, I'm a fan, man. I'm I'm team tough struggle calves. Yeah. They've got shit cards. Like you're telling me I've got shit cards. You think I don't know? Right. You know what you should do, bro. (laughs) That's my favorite too. Somebody points out that you're like, I spend my entire day with myself. (laughs) Have you ever tried drop sets? (laughs) Mate, it's insane. These Instagram armchair fans really do get you sometimes, but it's just a case of laughing or crying, isn't it? Uh, I enjoy it. I like to play with them sometimes. I'm like, you know, I got some free time. This will be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I've got to drop a uh, bombshell and go for a quick wee, okay? Oh, no worries. That's that's awesome. Not not a giant bladder for definite. No, no, no. I love it. I can finish my... You know, in the time I was gone, I knocked down 50 grams of protein and heated up my rice, so... You're good to go, buddy. This is good, a little mid-show. So this is during the commercial break. You and I get a little chat, right? And the the guest is talking to the guy who who leads the band, and Mm -hmm. you and I are discussing, you know, the next segment of the show. I like it. Hey, sounds pretty good. Planned out, good. Yeah, I tell you, uh, for those of us, uh, for those watching, uh, we were a little bit late recording today because we had an inspector show up at the gym. Guy or girl? Do they have clipboard? Guy, clipboard, actually notepad, notepad. Yeah. Um, you know, so it's, uh, we knew they were coming. We knew they were coming, you know, the mass mandate dropped last week, right before the weekend. Mm -hmm. And I, and I said, I said, I I bet they roll in here. I bet Monday morning they fucking sweeping gyms. Sure as shit. 8.30 AM. Fucking hello. So that's okay. We got good. There you go, man. Look at you all refreshed. I see the stress just gone. That pee stress. I know. Shaking and. Oh, like yeah. It's like you're having a wank under the table or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Not me. I just need a bit. Yeah. Nope, just need to piss. So what, what area of England are you from? So I live in um, 
Nottingham. Um, oh. The that famous me... Robin Hood. That's how people always remember it. Are you uh, running around in the bushes and uh, you're tight to the gym? You're tight to the gym. Steal from the rich, give to the poor. There you go. Um, I'm, I've, I love England because of all the different accents that you run into yeah. when you're, you, you know, you're, you're different. You know, you got the guys from all the different areas. And and I, I take pride in sometimes being able to tell where they're from. OK. Right? Like the odd guy, I'm like, you're from Liverpool because it's just so obvious. And they're yeah. like, yeah. And they're like kind of impressed because, you know, most people just the most uh, most Americans. Right. Because they usually don't even know I'm Canadian. Most of them just don't don't get it. Or, I, you know, I, I picked a Newcastle guy one time. He's talking yeah, about yeah, Newcastle yeah. and he is like, yeah, you know. <laughs> so I, I want to ask you, I'm going to I'm going to name an area of England. OK. And you give me the stereotype. OK. Yeah. This game. Right. <laughs> so right. you got to You got to give him a good roast. OK. okay. All I want a stereotype. Yeah. I want. Oh, no. Yeah. OK. OK. Liverpool. Um, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> right out the gate. That's exactly what I was looking for. You okay. <laughs> okay. Chelsea. I'm going to say football hooligan. Okay. Essex. Footballer's wife. <laughs> <laughs> even better even better <laughs> okay castle newcastle um well they got the shell suit track suit and the um big curly wig <laughs> <laughs> the track suit with the wig yeah he's um kevin keegan was a newcastle football manager so whenever anyone mentions Newcastle, I just think of Kevin Keegan. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, okay. You immediately just turn them into him. Yeah. Yeah. What about Manchester? Manchester. Um, my dad's from Manchester, and he's very dodgy. So I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> Don't let your dad watch this show. What is the uh, only fools and horses? Arthur Daly. Like, what? Wheeler dealers. <laughs> I freaking love it. Okay, one more. The, you got to give me the Brummies in Birmingham. Oh, the Brummies. Right, okay. So we had the coffee from Liverpool. The Brummies, they're going to rob your house and your car. <laughs> <laughs> they don't pick just one. They don't give a your fuck. car to get your shit out of yeah. your house. <laughs> they're, like, um, they're next level. The, the Brummies are going to take it all. <laughs> oh okay that's that's awesome i i uh i have uh i feel like i'm sort of uh um I, I don't know sort of ushered into the uk family a little bit over there i feel like a little extra bond with all you guys so i i uh, i like to play that game with uh with you and hear hear what y'all say about each other it, it fucking cracks me the fuck up uh, um, your, your fans now get a better view of, of you now it's key that's the that's the magic to your to your uh your Instagram and your YouTube is people have to know you, and now they know you're as fucked up as us, so it's going to be good. I've got some, some right DMs on it from people around the UK saying that I'm a right <laughs> I'm sending I'm sending Nathan a message going, hey, I heard, I heard you guys are all car thieves. <laughs> He'd be like, why? You know where I can get a good one I can steal? 
He's busy at the minute. He's um, he's rallying for the gyms in the UK, so he's doing oh, yeah. doing good service. Oh, he's been killing. yeah. You know, what what's uh what's the you know the I mean obviously UK suffering right now with this yeah. gym shutdown but I mean uh, what's your take on how things are going do you see any light at the end of the tunnel or any hope for you guys? There is uh, we've just had an announcement tonight that um, we're moving back to what they're doing in this country is called a tier system so they got three tiers I believe um, low level risk medium risk high risk. Um, apparently, we're moving back to this tier system in a week's time on uh, Thursday, the 3rd of December. And the best thing is gyms are exempt from this tier system. So at no time, hopefully, fingers crossed in the future, will gyms close again. So we've just been told that we're going to open next Thursday and we should remain open because this tier system won't affect the gyms. So are you being moved to like an essential list? Yeah. Wow. And, you know, we've been saying all along, haven't we, that it is essential because it's essential for our general health, our mental health. Um, There's no statistics that state the gyms are a place that have done any harm, damage to the NHS. So Mm -hmm. uh, one of those things. Crazy. What about what about what about politics? Um, I'm not big on politics because. I think they're all as bad as each other. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm a, you know, what a big, uh, they say uh, tall politicians uh, usually do really well. Almost all the presidents are over six feet. Yeah. Yeah. You, you think maybe, yeah, if I can get in the game. I think if you put Boris Johnson on stage next to you and you guys have a logical chat, I mean, you're going to look pretty damn good on TV. You're probably yes. going to get the female vote. There's a reason for this uh, tall politician thing, you know. I've worked it out just as you've said that. It's so all the ladies are the right height on their knees. Oh, there you go. <laughs> this makes logical sense to me. Yeah, I see where his head's at. And, and no one really planned it. That's just how it works out. Yeah. <laughs> Someone one day was like, I have an idea. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick of having to stand on this damn chair. <laughs> Yeah, man. What about uh, um, I, I got one more w- one more for you. Um, what about music? Do you guys crank it in the gym when you're training? You wear headphones. What are you listening to? Do you, you and Josh listen to the same shit? Yeah, man. So uh, Josh is a big fan of rock, obviously loving the T-shirt. OK, uh, yep, yep. Some ACDC on. Tonight it was Rage Against the Machines. Oh, damn. 1990s. Yeah. So I said to Josh, choose the music based on what you like, because I'm one of these that knows the sounds of the songs, but doesn't necessarily know the, the artist. Right, right, right. But you're like, I like this. This, is, this sounds like boiling nails. I can train to this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Josh is the man with the names. <laughs> He's you. Excellent. Josh is you, Ron. I walk yeah. into the gym and I tell the gym owner, I'm like, I want to hurt someone today. He goes, I got you. And just changes <laughs> the music. <laughs> That's the routine as I walk in. Let him know what I'm planning on doing today. He's like, okay, and then just gets angry. I'm like, that's it. That's perfect. <laughs> what What would be if if you had to give your plan for next year? You know the the sort of what's in your sights. I mean, uh, what what would you say? Uh, the minute, obviously, I want to have a, a nice um, period of time off season uh, to grow the bits that I want to improve for next year. Um, I feel as though. 295 this year was a good look, but 305 would have me placed 
in a very competitive position to qualify for the Olympia. So my aim is to hit the late qualifying shows. So that'll probably obviously be um, the last ones are in August, aren't they, if things go to plan. Mm-hmm. Um, but July, August, I'll be competing after the off-season with the new gains to the mm-hmm. physique. 100% the, the goal is to qualify for the Olympia 2021. That's the only thing that's really on my radar. And I feel as though because I competed this year, the big thing that got out of the way was the fact that the judges don't have to look at me anymore and think, fuck, how do we judge this guy? Because he's so different. Right. <clears throat> I've got that out of the way. Um, I've almost, I've not, I don't think I'm a name yet. I had a good chat with James and James says, you know, the, the best thing or the, the most important thing you've got to do in the judge's eyes is change yourself from a number to a name. True. I think I'm nearly there. But I think the biggest thing that's come from this year is the height and the ability to judge me is now not really an issue. I look at you like, and, and not the same physique, but if you'll understand, Ron will understand this, uh, like a Cedric, where you are so different yeah. that that either puts you right at the top. Yeah. If you're in the mix, like, boom, that's that's the guy. Or these three look alike, so he's in fourth. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Because that's how I always feel about Cedric. He either wins or he's like fourth. Because yeah. he looks so different from everyone else. Yeah. Uh, difference being, obviously, you don't have the same physique, but just that gap in what you look like. But the yeah. nice thing is, is you're a mass monster freak that's also put together well, which is doesn't even make sense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Most of us don't get to claim both sides of that coin. It's like I'm ugly as shit, but it's freaky. <laughs> did, did you? Did you? I, I'm. I mean, my reaction was a, a yes to this. Um, but did you feel that you left your shows this year, um, you know, despite the judges, forget the judges, but the, the people who were there to see you, did yeah. you feel like you left with a higher level of respect from those people? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, even though, and this will only come in time, but I think the, the, the judging from the shows, if they took more time to move us around and place me next to other people. I think the placings could have been better, mm-hmm. but I know that will come with time and I know that it doesn't happen straight away. So it wasn't a negative at all. Um, right. And the answer to your question, yeah, definitely. Yes. What, what would be some of the things that, that you heard from people that, that you respect that, that really sort of said, you know what? I fucking really did what I had to do this year. Yeah. So um, after the Spain show, I literally walked backstage, checked my phone. I got an Instagram DM from Hunter Labrada, and he said, well, that's how you make an open class look like a 212 class. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need, man. That was quite funny. Uh, and, yeah, from a very respectable bodybuilder who's going to do very well at the Olympia. Um, I've had people like Fuad obviously say good things, Ian Valier uh, bring me up on the podcast a number of times. I think just getting some um, positive remarks from people in the industry that I follow, um, like mm-hmm. yourselves, is all that I really need to keep me pushing. Not that I wouldn't push anyway, but it's it's a great sense of achievement that I have kind of landed in this professional zone, so to speak, and I'm kind of being noticed for the right reasons, not oh, he's too tall, he, he's got no hamstrings, he's got no calves, he needs more mass, he needs this, he needs that. 
Um, we all know what we need. Yeah. But it's nice to be noticed for the things that we have got as well. Right. When I you're, I mean, you, you, you reserve your spot at the table is kind of what I call it. Like the yeah. cool thing about the industry, and I'm sure you've already seen since turning pro is like, there's a respect level that just comes in when guys know you're, Ron, I've talked about this, a real bodybuilder. Yeah. And that's one thing that people don't, that aren't in it, don't understand is like, you're a guy who's made, that was already freaky, but made drastic improvements. So everyone already knows what's coming because you've already proven it. It's like, okay, well, what he did then times two. Yep. Oh shit. Like th- this guy's for real. So, you know, you're getting the respect because you earned it. Not because it's, we all know it's not handed out for free in this sport either. No, definitely not. <laughs> what, what about the engagement with fans aspect of it? Like you've spent a lot of time at booths, you know, at body power and, and all that stuff. Um, what would you say are, th- let's say three things that you're hoping a fan would leave the booth thinking after talking to you? I would base this question and my answer on, I believe, that the pinnacle of the person that you should kind of aim to be in the industry, and that's Flex Lewis. Mm. Like you meet Flex at a booth, there's no way you can say anything bad. Like right. He just doesn't make you feel welcome, but he will make a – I've noticed this about Flex. He will make a point of letting your partner know that he's there and he's engaging with her as well. He just doesn't miss a beat. So I would like someone to walk away from the booth thinking, fucking hell, he's a really nice guy. The other thing is, he's just like he is on his social media. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many people at the minute um, with social media that kind of have to put this alter ego on. And it just doesn't make sense to me. Like, be yourself. Yep. Um, so that's another thing. That's just two. Do you want three or is that good? <laughs> yeah, you need three. We I can't go three. back on my question. So <laughs> one thing I get a lot and probably one thing you guys thought, I don't know, but he looks a lot bigger in person than he does on his photos. That's the best compliment in the world right there. That's, I love the, you. No, that's the number one thing I always heard at the booth. Yeah. And that's that's apparent for us tall guys because we take a shit photo. Yep. <laughs> no, but it's because yeah. that's when people camera. say that. They, most of the people who are saying that to you, though, they already know you're fucking huge. Yeah. The, the funny so when thing they was, walk up, is, it's even crazier. They're like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, the the funny thing was, is even when I, you know, kind of retired and I started dropping weight, I still kept getting that. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, how how small do you think I was? (laughs) (laughs) The bigger guys do attract the attention, though. And and that's always, even when I was like 220, 230 on a booth, I was still getting loads of attention. Oh, yeah. We're just a freak show anyways. <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> what was your What was your off season last year? The, the heaviest. I got yeah. to three twenty five. Fat. So the fact that I'm three fifteen at the minute, lean, is going to be a nice off season. I, I think awesome. you can definitely get three thirty in good condition, and then it depends how far we want to push it after that. Yeah, right. you still got cheekbones, man. Yeah, at the minute. <laughs> no, you're not. I remember. I We're remember having you on in two weeks and see yeah. if you still have them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, probably not. We're doing a cheekbone check-in every two weeks with you. I want to see those fuckers gone in two weeks. (laughs) The post-cycle rebound um, stack with the, I want to say, with the incident in GH and the few bad meals I had off plan, 
did hold a little bit of water. <laughs> I've only just got rid of it. Your ankles weren't exactly uh, bony and detailed. Oh my god! You know what? As well, this is like an educational thing right now. I did the worst thing ever. I went to see my massage lady, and she said, "What the fuck did you do that for?" So my view was, okay, I've got water retention in my ankles. I'm going to wear flat socks because oh you wear flat socks on the plane to get rid of the water or make sure you don't hold water. Anyway, I had these fuckers on for 48 hours. Oh shit. She said you wear them for short periods of time when you're active on your feet so you don't hold water. When you keep them on for prolonged periods, especially when you sleep, you're the water pulls and holds in the place that you've got them on. It's like you're holding it down and not letting it out. Yeah, so your whole <laughs> knee was like this fucking big. Well, I was on the seated ham curl with Josh. Not with Josh at the same time. I was on the, the ham curl, my feet out in front of me like this, and I'm thinking, my ankle's like this. Like, I don't even want to take these socks off to have a look, but that looks insane. <laughs> he can't see the top of his shoelaces because his ankles are in the way. Oh, no. Been like there. One of old people with the big boots because they're fucking foot's like an elephant. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to get that out of there. I paid to see that shit. Yeah, don't wear ankle socks, um, flight socks to bed, kids. Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, awesome. no. No, man, uh, we, we loved having you on. This was great. I'm, I'm glad. I know you and I have been chatting for a while about finding the time uh, to get you on the show. And, uh, you know, we're really happy we got you when you're full of ice cream and a little bloated and, uh, you know, all f- willing to have a laugh. No, so, really uh, what's your Instagram uh, so people can know where to find you and all yeah, that stuff? Give us the deets. Yeah, so Instagram is aka the giant, um, which seems pretty straightforward to me. Yes. Well, when people look at it for the first time, like I was on Nick Strength and Power, and he was like, um, Aka the Giant? <laughs> no, A-K-A the Giant. Maybe I should right. put it different. I don't know. <laughs> no, I got it. I got it right away, man. I got so it right away. Pretty simple to me, so we're good to go. And I'm not the sharpest knife in the rack, so we're good. Yeah. Before I go, I thought of another idea, Ron. So I will definitely come to Canada once the world has righted itself. Um, oh, goodness. I need to get me on YouTube on the BMX. Oh, yes. Shit. You got to come see me. Uh, you can you can uh, you can ride around on my tiny little children's bike. Yes. And, uh, and then you could come to my gym and you can press the 200s because there's no fucking way I can do it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I look forward to it. Next year um, is going to be a year of traveling around and uh, definitely hooking up with people like yourselves and training and just having a good time. I will Absolutely. take I will take I'll take great care of you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. Uh, okay. Thanks, uh, Jamie, Christian, Joe Hall, IPB Pro, a.k.a. The Giant. Thanks, man. All the best to you. Thank you, guys. Don't let anybody steal your car. <laughs> Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> See ya. Cheers, guys. See you later. Yeah. Appreciate it. Fantastic, Dusty. What a great yes. guy. Oh, man. I, I wish you could have seen my face, though, when I, when I realized he was tall. Because I didn't know. I just oh, put up a picture. I was like, wasp wasted middleweight is fucking nuts. There's no way you would have guessed he's that tall because he had too much muscle. Man, the, five the seventy. Sleep. He's got to be 175 pounds. <laughs> no, but literally, I thought he was like me, you know, 5'10". Like, well, sh- nothing like me in the shape. I meant the height, right. people. Relax. Right, right, right. But yeah, when he told me that, I was like, because he I asked how tall, and he said like 6'6", six, 6'7". Six, six, I'm like, What? Yeah, I mean, it's so funny because people ask, like, if I'm him, 
I'm trying to get in the WWE. I'm doing something to go get some real money, but that's just because I'm whacked in the head. But uh, hey, I, I, hey, I wouldn't doubt that there's something in the future that involves him making more money than a lot of the people that are placing ahead of him. Yeah, movies, other events. I mean, come on, look at look at Martin killing it. Same shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, man. I, uh, you know, uh, it's it. I like when we have a guy on, and I don't even look at my list barely. Yeah, I actually didn't open my phone, so like I only <laughs> use, I only used one question. So it was uh, it was a good time, man. You know, uh, what what about you? What's what's going on? I know you have to take off here soon and go get some shit done. But um, it's just uh, it's craziness right now. So uh, I'm I'm being a nurse for the next couple weeks. Evian is having her double knee replacement surgery. So the kids and I are going to go stay at her place. And I have no idea how that's going to go, but it can't possibly be good to have both knees taken out. Uh, she's. I bet she recovers pretty quick. I mean, uh, those knees now—they're doing those fuck. They're amazing. Those replacements are doing. Yeah. Well, she's a freak too, as far as pain. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm nuts, and I think she's worse. Uh, like when she got uh, her implants, she was on the step mill two days later. Yeah. Well, uh, there's there's people with those new stainless steel hips are doing. Mm-hmm. They're walking out of the hospital the day after surgery. Yeah, she's not even staying. So yeah. surgery is tomorrow. Pick her up tomorrow afternoon. Um, I mean, I'm more thinking just pain management, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to stay there until she can drive and shit like that. So just getting prepared for that. And then training's awesome. Uh, they've, they're leaving our gym and our city alone as far as changing anything. So right now, the only alteration is I'm going to be back to – I remember when they started making you wear shields in the, uh, in the dub if you weren't already grandfathered in. I used to tilt my helmet back. So that the shield would still be above my eye line because it drove oh, yeah. me fucking nuts. And then you would take it off if you were going to fight. And now you can't even do that because hockey's not hockey anymore. But I digress. Anyways. <laughs> That's how I feel at the gym now. I'm like, so I'm going to wear whatever. That's fine. As long as I can breathe. I tried the the actual mask literally because I was like, you know, I got to stop being a dick. I'll wear one of these. And I realized two things. Number one, I'm born to be a dick. And number two, I cannot hack squat while being waterboarded. I could no. not breathe. I was like, <gasps> so, so I've been using a bandana. Okay. And my intention was, I'm just going to take this down every set and put right. it back up. Right. That was my intention. But I found that on all my warm up sets and prep sets, I, w- I wound up just leaving it up. Right. And so if I, if I like smush my face, you know, like how you're pressing and you make yeah, your yeah. fucking workout face, it's, it, it, it moves away from my nose. So you can breathe. And I feel the air just blows right up out of the mask. And then I, I suck in and it just comes right through the bandana because the bandana is like the weakest of all the cloth masks. Right. Yeah, I see what you're doing. You made a choice. I made a choice. <laughs> I went with the, the weakest, less least resistant mask. And so I can actually. Oh, no. What I'm doing is I'm breathing in through my nose because it's unobstructed for like a bit. Right. And I get a real good air and then I blow it out and it just goes right through the mask. Yeah. It shoots open. Yeah. And then I even wound up, I even noticed that I forgot I had it up and I did some work sets with it. It wasn't, I know on leg day, it'll be different. I'm doing legs today, but, uh, but I mean, I fucking hate it, but I'm just saying I found my own little sort of happy place where I can just like, Dah. yeah, Fuck. we got to do what we got to do. Right. So now you're dancing, yeah. you're dancing with that, that, that gross woman who wants to give you a hand job so that she'll give you an A. Oh, right. That, well, I was the that happened to you? one that she didn't want to dance with, but yes, yeah, same. 
Same. Let me stroke it and you'll pass. <laughs> just kidding. High school wasn't like that for me the whole time. No, not the whole time. Just <laughs> just just around finals. <laughs> okay, man. So uh, have a good week. We'll uh, we'll get together again next Monday. Maybe do this again, bro. I'd say we make it a date. Maybe we make make it a regular thing now. What the hell? Okay. And we're working on we're working on some really good guests that have some really heavy hardware. Nice. I like oh, this. I like this. We're yeah. going. I'm excited to get Rogan on. It's gonna be great. Definitely. I'm sure he'll respond to my tweet. Yeah, just shoot him a tweet. He, he gets me all the time. Tag him. He should see it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, buddy. Remember, like, share, subscribe, comment, ring the bell, tell your friends. Um, we appreciate it very much. You guys have been fucking awesome. Thanks for all your feedback. And remember, it's just bodybuilding. Thank <laughs> you.